I always wanted to be the man behind the mask. And I met him one day and he was like, this business ain't going to let you do that, pretty boy. And I was just like, all righty. So there went my dreams. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Secret Obsession. Today we're talking to Freddie Prinze Jr. You know him from his movies, which include the I Know What You Did Last Summer franchise. She's all that. He also has a long list of voiceover credits, including Kanan Jarrus from Star Wars Rebels. Also the Iron Bull for all the horny people out there. <laughs> He's the best. And he just launched a new podcast over on Wondery called That Was Pretty Scary, streaming anywhere you get your podcasts. Let's talk about horror, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, so it surprised me how surprised everyone else was when they kind of heard the origin story of this and, and my love for horror. Because, you know, early in my career, I guess it it shouldn't have been surprising. I'm just old. Young people haven't had access to any of the early interviews that I did. Where I talked about, you know, I always wanted Ron Perlman's career. I always wanted to be the man behind the mask. And I met him one day and he was like, this business ain't going to let you do that, pretty boy. And I was just like, all righty. So there went my dreams, but party on. I still want the man's career. For those who don't know, you know, you only know him from Hellboy maybe, but he was even Beast in the live action Beauty and the Beast back in the day with Linda Hamilton. And he lived in a were in that one too i think yeah man it was it i didn't say it was historically <laughs> accurate historically historically figuratively speaking historically accurate but it was still sick the makeup was sick so anyway that's where the obsession came was from the original sort of monster movies at universal when i was a little boy we went on the tram tour i think i was at, however old you are in the third grade eight or nine years old and all the kids were like climbing over their parents to get away from the monsters that would walk up to the tram while they were waiting to go you know it wasn't as exciting as it is now they you know that was one of the main attractions were people yeah. dressed in costumes and i was climbing over people to get to frankenstein and i patted him on his head and my <laughs> mom was like you always like bad guys you always rooted for the bad guy pro wrestlers you always rooted for the monsters and movies you cried when they killed the werewolf and silver bullet like what i always wanted to be was scary you know yeah. what i mean and i'm just not that guy ever even at 47 just <laughs> nothing scary about me so yeah man that's always been my obsession and my buddy one of my best friends john lee brody he's james wan's protege and we sit and we watch horror films all the time like and then this was on top of all of our favorites we just kind of wanted to see the world's horror and i had already been doing my wrestling podcast wrestling with freddie and he said dude you're, you're doing great with that you know you have fun with that we should do a horror one and I was like, yeah, we should, we should. And But I didn't really know how to start it. And he goes, dude, we'll start with I Know You Did Last Summer. And I, I kind of paused. I was like, brother, I've never seen it. I don't, I don't know how to like relive it. And he was like, well, that'll be the first, that'll be the pilot is you watching it for the first time and, and how it made you feel. So that was our first episode. Everyone can check it out on wherever you listen to podcasts. If you are a member of Amazon Plus, you get our episodes a week early, and then they go wherever you listen to the following week. But that one, our pilot's out there. I think we're five or six in, or maybe, no, like three or four in now. But I love doing it. We're going to talk about pretty much every horror movie ever made. And it's all love and, and explanation. It's, it's explanation of how the shots are accomplished, how the creature effects are accomplished, what I think a lot of the actors are going through in their process based on my experience in this business. So it's not just... Hey, we love it, or oh, we hate it. We don't hate any horror movies. I even I have Chopping Mall in there, and I freaking love Chopping Mall. And if you don't like the stuff and Chopping Mall and awesome movies like that, that's fine. But just know they're on our first season because the stuff is amazing. 
stuff is I'm realizing I should have probably switched the poster out from Moulin Rouge to something more hard. Are you kidding? I love Moulin Rouge. I mean, we contains multitudes in this house, but like, yeah, yeah. My, my dear friend was the original producer on that. I love that movie. The hell of a movie. Uh, yeah. I listened to the first two episodes you have out right now, which is uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, which I love that episode because I love hearing behind the scenes talk from anyone involved. You want behind the scenes talk, like, first episode oh yeah it, we went almost all in i couldn't go all in because some people have kids and they don't <laughs> you know they don't those kids don't need to be hearing crap about their parents and stuff like that but everyone that didn't we we talked <laughs> you talk about that you're not comfortable watching yourself and i what was the feelings like it was easier than i thought because it was so long ago it doesn't even look like me anymore right so i didn't that part was kind of taken away, but it's a multitude of reasons. You know, I, I've always read the script, so I know how it ends. So it's not <laughs> going to be that exciting. And I didn't make the movie, you know, for me, I chose the character for me. I made the movie for you. And if you connect with it, cool. And if you don't, then that's on me. And it's, it's my responsibility to try and make you click with the next guy that I play. So that's like the contract that, that audiences and actors have to make with one another, right? Like I agree to do everything I can to connect with you. You agree to shut the hell up during the movie and not disturb the person next to you and if i don't fulfill my end feel free to walk out it's on my it's my responsibility to earn your your trust back so and i'm with that like going back to watching i know what you did outside of what i thought would be more awkward than it was which was having to see my face for 90 minutes um it was surreal it was just it was wild because about two minutes in sarah walked downstairs and was like wait a minute are you watching i know what you did last summer <laughs> and John's like, yeah, sit down. And so she came and sat in between us and all three of us ended up watching it together and just sort of relived the whole movie all over again. And and I got to remember that scene with Sarah uh, running because we were all there that night to, or Ryan, I think Ryan and I were there that night to uh, support her because it was her death scene. Yeah. And uh, and we so we saw that like last spark of hope. And I just love that her character, when she finally makes the one brave choice, Mm -hmm. the one brave she's been she's needed to be brave since the first scene in the movie yeah. the movie's four minutes long if she's brave and she finally is brave and her reward is death <laughs> she just gets a hook and just beat down <laughs> i just thought it was so great it's so it was such a west craven move right which mm -hmm. is like now you finally earned the killer's respect and your reward is not life it is death <laughs> i just thought it was great <laughs> i'm curious now because you you on the podcast you talk about the same thing with wrestling how like when you you're a writer for wwe then you stepped away from it it took a while to come yeah. back to it yeah when you were doing i know you did last summer i still know you did last summer was that something that you then had to step away from horror for a minute or did you always have the love for it I didn't, I didn't want to step away. It wasn't by choice. It was, you know, every horror thing that came my way either didn't click with me or, or I didn't click with them. Like one of us didn't want the other, <laughs> if that makes sense. So it was either, yeah, it was either a role that I wasn't going to get an opportunity for. Those were usually the ones I liked the most and the ones that came my way, I simply wasn't responding to the way they had hoped. Mm -hmm. So that that was the only thing that's kind of kept me away from it. You mentioned you got a bust of yourself done. Uh, yeah, it melted though. Because you didn't get to have, yeah, it melted, right. It melted it into did. a little bit. It really did. It really did. It gets hot over there, man. Uh, what's it like just having a, your own severed head in your house? 
uh first of all it was amazing it was one of the first things i would show anybody who came over including my mom uh mama come in she's like jesus christ Freddie! oh god like she just hates see no one wants to see their son's <laughs> chopped off head but i thought it looked awesome um he gave me he gave me like a jagged cut around it too it wasn't just nice. like the clean cut he even sculpted yeah. and molded the the neckline <laughs> for it and uh and yeah it would sit there and i would show it to everybody but it was in this like office in my toluca lake house that had a ton of natural light and i did uh i had a summer where i worked all three months in new york and vancouver i wasn't home once and <laughs> when i came home it was just it looked like like the toxic avenger which was this cartoon from the 80s like that's what i was starting yeah. to look like because half the face was just sliding off it was so gross i'm i'm from new jersey i, I know toxic avenger very well <laughs> who are your like favorites like if you had to like not even just film wise just directors or whatever because like you get into a lot of the weeds it's easy to say wes craven but he really is you know but for me toby hooper's always gonna have a a place in my in my heart because it was the first one that I wasn't excited to see. I was genuinely scared to have to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I didn't want to go. It was too I knew it was too much for my age to go to go over to my friend's house. It was going to be one of those sleepover movies. And I just I just knew it and I watched it and the fact that I survived and didn't like go and hide at 10 years old or whatever I was like I was like I'm a man now. Like I, I'm a man, like I got through this movie yeah. and everybody knows it and nobody can talk trash. Cause you know, I was the youngest kid there. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was a year from now when you're still doing this podcast, I love how you started with, I know what you did last summer and I have a feeling you'll do. I still know what you did last summer, somewhere down the line yeah. uh, when it comes around. Is there any chance that you guys will cover the house of yes, a truly scary wow. Well, I never looked at it as a horror. Did, I don't. I don't think it's accepted as a horror. We would no, have to submit it to Fangoria. They're the only ones I, whose opinion I respect. That's hard. Probably not. If anything, it's a dark comedy. Yeah. Thriller. I, I, I don't know how you would describe. It was a play. That's the best yeah. way to describe it. <laughs> um, I love that movie. That whole performance actually was. I didn't dedicate it. It wasn't like a public thing, but that was my like homage to Anthony Perkins. And the character's oh. name was even Anthony. Yeah. And I basically made him Norman Bates before the motel. You know, I was a young actor, so I didn't succeed in every moment that I wanted to in that film. That was the biggest role I'd ever gotten. You know, I was so young and green mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to use my own life experience. So I had to think of someone else. And that just, that was like my favorite. I got to watch Psycho with my grandma, man. It was like one of those like cool moments. Yeah. Like the first like grown up and she's like, oh, well, I love this movie back then. So we'll watch this. <laughs> and I'm like loving the whole film. And then that last scene comes on and I'm like, grandma, why is he explaining everything we just watched? And she's like, well, it was different back then. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Audiences were dumber. <laughs> yes. They weren't as sophisticated. Oh, okay. All right. Man, Freddie, this has been, I would, I could seriously just talk about horror like all day with you. Ah, it's good. I appreciate that, man. Thank yeah. you. And I, I appreciate the time and I appreciate the shared love on the topic. You can always tell when someone doesn't give a about your passion. <laughs> so I appreciate you giving one. Dude, I had, I had like Herschel, Herschel Gordon Lewis questions and stuff. Just like, oh my God. Uh, Freddie, so Freddie Prince Jr. Dude, thank you for hanging out and talking horror with me. Uh, no, I appreciate you.
Man, appreciate you. Uh, have a great one. I'll see you maybe at a local wrestling show, probably. <laughs> I hope so, man. I actually am announcing something soon that'll make that a reality. So All we'll right. have to talk again.